Welcome to another episode of On the Clock. We're here with your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. In every life we have some trouble But when you worry you make it double Don't worry Be happy What's going on On The Clock fans? How are you guys doing this beautiful October 9th, 2020 morning? I can't wait to get through this, man. Now, let me tell you something. I've missed you guys. I know we haven't put out too many lately, but we had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, as you know, I'm Raul Liscano. I'm joined by my guy. George Martinez. What's going on, George? How you doing, sir? What up? Let's give the people what they want. <laughs> Another great the, podcast. I love that freaking quote. Let's give the people what they want, man. Absolutely, man. And, and for you guys, we got a lot going on. We got college football. We got NFL. We got to talk about a lot of things happening in the NFL, things that you just don't really normally see that's going to happen in the NFL, but it's happening in the NFL. Uh, and we got fantasy football updates from George Martinez himself, the guru, the man that is 4-0 right now. And shout out to FanStreamSports.com for giving us the opportunity to show you guys each and every single one of you podcast guys who truly is the king of football right now. Uh, we are in your fantasy football league, if that's what you want to call it. Sports Caffeine, Beauty in the Cleats, Set the Sales, Locked on Rays, MMA. Listen, guys, I know what you're thinking. How did two guys do this is for a reason. It's, it's called guru-type status shit, okay? And that's where we're living right now, okay? <laughs> but you can check us out. Um, we'll talk more about fantasy football. And we want to mention also, I want to give a shout-out to the Tampa Bay Rays. And I know your guy, we're going to talk about, you know, talking football. We're going to talk about Tom Brady. And I know you know everything about Tom and where he's moving and the new address in Clearwater. So we're going to hit it. You're on the clock. Don't go anywhere. George, my guy, how have you been? It's been a minute, man. What's going on? It's been a minute, man. Been kicking butt in fantasy. I, I know. Uh, I know. Maybe here soon, you're not, you're not gonna be able to say say the same thing, man. I feel better <laughs> you know, for you. Know, you. You know what? Well, let's tell them what's going on. So, just so you on the clock, radio fans, just so you understand what's happening, me and George are in two different fantasy football leagues. Okay. One is sponsored by FanStreamSports.com. They're doing an amazing, amazing, amazing job. It is sponsored also by the JP Show, who basically, he pays the bills. Do we say that? He pays the bills, but he doesn't? Like, what do Pretty you, much. Yeah, yeah. He gives, okay. he gives a shout the out. The bills so get paid. Yeah, the bills get paid. So that's what we're doing. Uh, but also, just so you understand, uh, in that league, we are 4-0. Me and George, we're a team, which is pretty much mostly George. I'm just a cheerleader. Jumping up and down in the back <laughs> with the pom-poms, okay? George is killing in that league. Uh, we set the sales, right? Set the sales, beauty in the cleats, sports caffeine. Uh, and again, we're saying all this to amp up the competition. We're saying all this they need to something. Yeah, they get need you something. guys some juices. Your trade offers don't inspire us. Your trade offers are not freaking doing it. We need something from you guys. A little bit more energy, okay? Do some more research, for Christ's sake. And then in Listen. the other fantasy league, we have ours, right? On the yeah. clock fantasy football. We, we got a couple friends. Oh, boy. A couple relatives are in there as well, right? So, shout out to Chevy and Grizz for beating me in fantasy football. I want to give them a big shout out because, George, that is the first time in their career they have ever no. beaten me in anything. In anything? In anything. A car oh, race, man. having more money in their pockets, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> those are games. You games. You games. Yeah, I didn't want to bring it up, but a couple of youth <laughs> football games. But yes, but those are my guys. Those are my friends. Those are my best guys, man. But shout out. I'm I'm losing. I'm getting my butt kicked every week. And what you hurts are... the most is I'm setting my my roster and I'm still losing. Yeah, 
and that's that's what makes me a little upset about it too, bro. Because we got our guy, you know, Ryan Regal, who good friend of the show, yes. does great things over there at Athletes Retreat. He sometimes forgets to set his lineup. <laughs> he's a and busy he's man. Going for. Think, he's a busy expected. Yeah, that's expected. Now the guy right above him is also zero and four, and this guy, from what I understand, reports say that he looks at his lineup twice a week on Thursdays and Sundays. Is you? You are also zero and four, and then the guy right above you only has one win, but he beat you, which is Grizz. So I mean, right now, Dallas, Joe, Dirt, Jamie, and then Aaron. Uh, and Spencer are the top three right now. They're all three and one. You got you got Tap Out, who's also up there at three and one. You got Mama Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, she's doing pretty good. Three and one. And then you got me and Chevy there chilling at two and two, trying to make a run here for it as, as this 10, 12 team league kind of gets thrown through. Now, before we get into our, our fantasy outlook for, for this Sunday and Monday night, you're taking L's in fantasy. Yeah, a little bit. You're taking. Your DBs are taking L's in practice. Not, not, not all the DBs. Let's just slow, we'll no, slow let's, down. Slow down. Listen, here. when I have my Cooley, slow. CJ, and Dane, your DBs are taking L in practice. Slow okay. down. Felder's holding Shut, his own. Shuts. So is Gabe. Yeah. We're doing, we're doing just fine over there. We're, yeah, we're okay we on the other on, side of the ball. We're picking on, we're picking, we're picking on RJ's replacing right now while while RJ's coming back from injury. Right, right, right. But anyhow, so taking L's there. Yep. This weekend, you may take the biggest oh of L's. Don't even say it. Don't even give these guys freaking hype. Ooh. We have to talk about it. You got so Clemson, much. Miami. Yeah. This has got to be the biggest game Miami's played in recent years. Yes. Yeah. Feels like. They're number seven in the country <sighs> against the number one undefeated, undisputed champ in Clemson. <laughs> yeah, man. That's a, here's it's, it's here's a, a question, and you got it. I know you're a Hurricane fan. Love them. I know what you're about to say. You're going to say it with your chest. I am. You're going to say it so proud. You're going to say it so loud. But do you have a chance in this game? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you got to play the game. You got to play the game. Now, I know this, the, the odds are stacked against us, right? It's Clemson, Devil Sweeney. He's got a culture over there. In Clemson. In Clemson. But I'm not worried about it. There's not going to be a home crowd. <laughs> so I'm not even worried about the noise. That's true. That's true. We just got to play football. That's all we got to do. We got to play football. And I'm going to tell you right now, there will be two fights that happen on that field. <laughs> it's the Miami way. You're number one. We got to show you that you don't mean shit. And we're going to go over there and we're going to start some crap going oh, on. Man. It's, it's, so it's going to happen. You're trying to take out Trevor. You're oh, yeah. Take yeah absolutely. They're going, to go, they're, going to, they're going for heads loose. Now, I do think the way, we, as fast as we play, that causes a problem. I think that causes a problem. Now, Clemson's offense, man, they're, they're freaking, they're, they're just dynamic. We got to stop their running back. EJ, like that that kid is just freaking, <laughs> he toasts the rock 10 yards a pop, man. So if we can just hang with them, if we can just make it close going into the fourth quarter, we have a shot because by that time, that D-line for Clemson should be dead dog tired. They should be dead dog tired. Now, so Miami's walking into this game as a 14-point underdog. I know everybody's taking Everybody's been asking me, you want to take the now, points? What's up, man? The, the, line, the line opened up at, Minus fifteen, right? So, in order for the line to go down for for the non sports betters who listen to the show, people have to bet on the other team a ton yes. to start bringing those points down closer to zero, right? Because right now everybody's been in Clemson, comes to Clemson. So to stop to minimize the gains for folks, the line gets larger to 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 encourage less people to to bet on Clemson and to flip over to Miami. So you're starting to see that a little bit right now. 
here's what I'm concerned with. It's a 14 point spread. I think Clemson wins. Uh, yeah, of okay. course. Yeah, of course. I think I think they win as a outsider guy, third party who really doesn't care about either one of these teams. Right, right, right. I think Clemson wins. And he, the only reason why, I think it's actually, I think Miami covers the spread. I think it's less than 14 points that yeah, Clemson I, wins by. I, I think too. Clemson wins between seven and 10 points is, is what the, is, is what the final score will be. Yeah. I don't know if Miami has enough offense to keep mm. up with Clemson down the stretch mm. when you know you, because again, I think Miami has a good running game. Yeah. They're going to run the ball well, quarters one through three. Yeah. But going to that fourth quarter now, you're down by 10. Maybe you're down by 14. You need two scores. You know, there's six minutes left in the game. There's 10 minutes left in the game. In that fourth quarter, does Miami have the receivers to get down the field and get scores quickly yeah. is what I don't know. Okay, that's what we're going to find out. Yeah. It, does Miami have the offense vertically to challenge Clemson? I really think they do, man. Clemson's DBs that are coming back, three of them are coming back from last year. And I don't know if you remember the Ohio State game. Justin Fields was lighting him up. He was one throw away from going to a national championship. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I don't DB wise. I, I know we can hang with them. They're, Clemson's offense is what I'm worried about. They're gonna they're, they're gonna huddle and kick our ass up and down the field and take up big chunks of time. I agree. I mean, and, the, the, the over under is set at 63 points. <laughs> so again, predicting oh so again predicting a 14 point spread as as it is right now. Right. In order to get to 63 points, it's got to be some combination of, you know, 43 to to 20 yeah. or 43, 27, something along the 30, 20s mark to get over that 63. Right. Because uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're anticipating a high scoring game. For me, if, I, if I'm out there betting, I'm taking Miami with the points. I think mm. they lose by less than the 14. And I, I'm also going to take the under. So let me I don't this. think they score. I don't think they score combined to sixty-three points. So let, oh, that's and that's true too. Let me ask you this: so. I mean, I don't think If Miami hangs so. in there between seven and ten points, does that propel them up in the rankings? You, you know, say, they oh lose, man, they're pretty it, good it, team. No, but here's, I think it it minimizes how far they drop. Okay, that, and that's why I, I don't hope. think I don't think they'll drop outside the top ten. Right. If, it, if it's a close win, that's seven to ten points. Yeah. And that's what the loss was, or anything less than that. Um, I think they they slide to ten. Maybe nine, depending on what else happens over the weekend. Right, but they're definitely still in the top ten, uh, you know, contending as, as the year goes along in this COVID twenty twenty season. Well, this is going to be amazing. I got to see it, and I, and I tell you what, even if we do lose, this is the step in the right direction to find out where you want to put, take your program for the future. Because again, you want to compete with Alabama's. You got to compete with Dabo Sweeney. You're going to have to compete with Ohio State. That's the teams that just do it right now. But like I told you in the last podcast, the only team that holds the record for beating the number one team the most is the Miami Hurricanes. Just Can so you they know. do it again? Can so we, they do we it got, again? we got to muster it again. And with Ed Reed on the sideline, anything's freaking possible. I'm just going to put that now, out there. Miami may have two cracks at this. Oh, yeah. This year and next year because if I'm Trevor Lawrence – Right, he's a junior now. Yep. He's eligible to get drafted and go into the twenty twenty one draft. That as of right now, you got you got teams like the Jets. Oh God, Houston, who's yeah. Houston's zero four. We'll get into Bill O'Brien and, and that whole fiasco in, in a second. But let's say the Jets do hold the number one pick. Yeah, and you're Trevor Lawrence. What do you do? I go back to college. That organization is a debacle. I'm going back to school. I'm not going to freaking play for the Jets. So you would risk injury. 
Oh, yeah. now why not? In my opinion, why not do what Eli did back in the day? Oh, Eli said Eli came out and flat out said, "I will not." play for the Chargers. Same way that Elway did it when he was drafted. Same way. Same yep. way he did it. Just like uh, the running back that the Bucks were going to draft. I know Bo Jackson said he was never going to oh, play for the Bucks. There it is. That's Bo Jackson said oh. he was never going to play for the Bucks because yeah. of what they did to him for his NCAA college baseball. What they right. had, they ruined his season. So, but yeah, yeah. So Bo Jackson's done it. Yeah, yeah, you saw John Elway do it. We've seen Eli Manning come out and do it. Does Trevor Lawrence come on and say, "Yeah, if you draft me, I will not play." Bro, I, me personally, if I'm his father, I'm telling him we can't go play for the Jets. No, save for somebody else, or don't even, don't even like you. You gotta have the need. You're gonna need an agent, and what you gotta go tell somebody's like, look, I know we're shopping around here. My son's gonna be the number one pick. Is anybody gonna move up in the draft to come get him? Because that's the only way we stay. We don't. We are not going to stay there. We're not going into the draft unless we know for sure somebody's going up to go get him. So now, what if? Adam, the head coach for the Jets, gets fired. Oh, he, and he's he going to get fired. Consider. Okay, so let's say he gets fired. Do, does that matter to him now? No, because it's so even more say, shambles. But let's say let's say that a coach is named before then. Let's say let, let, let's throw out a name. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw out him. You know this podcast. Give me a couple, Give me a couple of those. This this podcast has been able to and talk then, about the future. And let me tell you something. And I, I know future. for a fact. I know for a fact that. NFL teams are listening to this stuff. I know that for a fact. We know we know several NFL players listen to the show. Oh yeah, here's absolutely. a name. It's completely out of the blue. What if the Jets fire their coach and then sign Jim Cardwell? Uh, Jim Cardwell. Names, I don't know. Now, his names have started to resurface again. But I tell you what, I, I don't know. But if you if you fire oh, the Jets oh, coach oh. and Eric Beanie oh, becomes the head coach, yeah, that, that's, that's the guy right there. Now that's the one. I now want. if you're Trevor Lawrence and Eric takes over with the Jets, yeah. That's now you got to think about now it. That's the guy. Now, now I'm fine with the, him being. I'm fine with him being the freaking head coach. I'm okay with him. I am not okay with. Carlos not a bad guy. I just don't. I don't know, man. He yeah. He's not. He's not that. That. He's not in 2020 savvy. I know. I know. Recently, we, we're in a couple of groups that Joe Grady yep. has been rumored as another name that comes out. Man. But I, I think I think it's Eric and everybody else. Uh, exactly. If it's you if, if you tell me that he's the head coach, oh, I'm I'm there. I'm there. I'm going over there. I know what, I, what what to fully expect with him. I've seen his work already. I'm good to go. I am not. I'm not going over there for freaking Bill O'Brien. <laughs> Bill O'Brien goes. I'm not doing it, man. At all. I'm not doing it at all. So another team that has a head coaching vacancy. Oh yeah. You all love to give you fun facts on the show. On this Sunday, the oldest NFL head coach will take the field ever. Who's the, ever? And when I heard this, and when I heard this, I was. Kind of shocked. Romeo Cornell. He's the oh, interim wow. head coach for the Houston Texans. Now, he's their de- yeah. he was a coordinator. He now is assuming the role of the head coach for the remainder of the season as, as you know, Houston works through their their candidates and all that fun jazz that comes along with it. Yeah. Romeo Cornell is 73 years old. Yes. He will be the oldest coach, oldest head coach to ever coach a game. Who used At to coach the Bills? Years old, Bill Parcells no, did it for... What? Matt, wasn't it Levy, the, the guy, there was this short little guy, oh my God, what's his name? He used to coach for the Bills. I, I remember, I could see his face, I can't remember this guy's name. He coached with those, those years with Jim Kelly and, and Thurman Thomas. He was like a short little guy, Levy, I'm going to find out the name, I'm going to find out the name. But 73 years old seems to me like middle age for the NFL. <laughs> middle age? For, for coaching, because they're always, I mean, I know in, in 2020, 
you know, you see a lot of younger coaches. You see the mid-30s quite often coming out. You see early 40 guys. It's kind of the the new average. But, right. you know, back in the day, I mean, old coaches was was it. Yeah. And then the name I just got is Mar- Marv Levy. There you go. Marv hey, yeah, Levy. Yeah, you had the Levy part, right? You didn't have the first part. Right? I had the right, first part, right? Yeah, but Marv Levy, I, I thought he would be the one that would be the oldest of coach in the NFL, but – that good for him. Kudos to him, man, if he can do it. And that whole debacle that's going on with the Texans is just, you know, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> Listen, man, what do you do when J.J. Watt starts a freaking, yeah. like, hey, man, freak you, man. We're not playing for you anymore. And then tells you you can't coach. You know what I'm saying? Which was even better that J.J. Watt has, holds a press conference just a couple of days ago and didn't even deny that that argument happened. Just said, look, I don't want to talk about the details. So you, it happened. It happened. I'm not going to talk about it. That's it. Yeah. Locker room. That's, yeah, I got the coach fired. You know, that's, that's J.J. Watt being a professional still at the end of the day because Bill Bryan got fired. Yeah. So if you want to air any dirty laundry, would we be mad at him for it? Probably not. And, and I'm not mad at him because the only guy that can do that is J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. So yeah. Watson, even though he's a good quarterback, he's the guy. J.J. Watt is the Houston Texans. Shoot, J.J. Right. Watt is Houston. You know, Period. donating all those millions of dollars for the charity to help uh, uh, get families back on their feet after the hurricane. He's the one as well. He is Houston, so only Houston can do that. But I just want to, I just, for a second, can you imagine being the a player in the organization and seeing J.J. Watt tell the coach, you can't coach for shit? Like, to see that and be like, oh, thank you. Yes, sir. We've been waiting. We've been waiting for a couple years, J.J. We've all been texting it. Right, and at that time when J.J. when J.J. does it, You've lost the team. There's no way yeah, to go true. back. And I think they screwed Bill O'Brien, and I'm going to say it like this, because when they put on the extra GM title on him, you know what I mean? He wanted it. He Is wanted that, the control. I think he it, screwed it, up there. One comes with the other. I mean, if you want – and I don't know why teams do this anymore. It's proven that it doesn't really work. It Whenever they make the head coach the GM and the GM the head coach, it doesn't work. Right. Let the coach coach. Let right. the GMs go get the players. See, the head coaches that do that, man, they just don't want somebody over top of them overruling. So yeah, they, that's the whole Yeah, making personnel decisions. And and what we saw was basically a gift-wrapped DeAndre Hopkins yep. going over to Arizona. to Arizona for nothing and then overpaying, giving away a first and a second-round pick. So in 2021, NFL draft, the Houston Rock, the Houston. Texans will not have it's ridiculous. a first-round pick or a second-round pick because right. they traded. Now, they traded for a f- pretty good left tackle, which is nice, right. and Kenny Stills, but you don't give up a first and a second for a left tackle. I, I'm sorry. I'm not giving up DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm not giving, I'm not giving up Hopkins. I, I, he's, my, he's the only guy that's helping relief right. Washington right now. No, I'm not giving him up whatsoever. And then, and then you overpay for, for Brandon Cooks when you traded him in. Oh, my God. That's another one. It was one of those things where, again, you let the GM that's done this for years with experience do the handle that stuff. Coach the players on the field. Develop relationships with your GM. Like I mean, and again, I, I know I like I, I talk about Tampa, yeah. Brady, and the Bucks quite a bit, but I feel Jason Light and Bruce Andrews have a great relationship. And that's what you want. That's They're how you build the, the dynasty. Stage. As far as player personnel, Bruce goes to Jason, hey, I want these kind of guys. Jason Light goes shopping for those kind of guys he wants. Yeah. They, and they have a cohesive working relationship. The Patriots do the same way. Yeah. I mean, do you think the GM is telling no, no, Bill? No, we're not going to get that guy. <laughs> whatever Bill wants. It's whatever, whatever Bill, Bill wants. wants. Yeah. 
You're right. So uh, now, who who takes over that job? That's another I, open personally, job. me personally, I'm a big Deshaun Watson fan. I love him I'm too. a big Houston. I, our guy, Justin Allen, you know, lives out there in Houston, does a lot of work with Houston players, you know, that are out there. I'd like to see Eric go to Houston because I like to see what he does with a guy like Deshaun Watson. Yeah, because they're relatively they're relatively young in, in Houston, right? They're like a little yeah. A young squad. I know JJ Watts starting to go up there a little bit, little injuries he here is, and there, but he is. yeah, yeah, his his time clock is going. And and you know what? Shout out to JJ Watt. I don't think he ever punches out of Houston. It doesn't matter what happens. No, you know, no. he's never going to punch out. But yeah, that's another good opportunity for for Eric to go in there, the, the play caller for the Chiefs. I would love to see him be in there as well, man. Uh, and speaking of speaking of going to NFL, let's go to teams that are are, are starting to crumble. Okay, let's oh let's keep it going along those lines. We need to talk about these Tennessee Titans. Oh man, and and the fact that somebody is just walking around spraying COVID in people's faces because the amount of people that has popped up now for having COVID for the Tennessee Titans is now up to twenty four. All right, is am I correct on that? Twenty four. Yeah, twenty four is a Thursday night. Twenty four positive cases since their last game was played, and I want to say their last game was played September 28th. So so what what protocol are they violating? And if they are violating protocols for the NFL, for COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever, what should the penalty be, George? Because shooting it to you, over to you, I am just, and again, I'm not, uh, I'm not shocked that COVID is going to be taken over. We both have said this a million times. It's hard to sit there and get 63, 73 plus people positive the whole time. You're not gonna. It's not gonna happen. Uh, we saw the Patriots and um, had Cam Newton had it as well. We saw KC the the practice squad player. They had to redo their game, reschedule their game to play played. So it's it's going to happen. I'm not shocked that there's people with coronavirus. What I am shocked is the number steadily keeps going up as if. This from number one is team. from one team. From one team. So, like, clearly everybody's just walking in here with a, without mask on or something. And yeah, so the report that came out, you know, Thursday, about midday yesterday, was that the truth that no one wants to tell is that Tennessee wasn't following any type of protocols. You had coaches out there with no mask. You had players out there with no mask when they weren't playing. They weren't following any of the protocols that the NFL set specifically to avoid these kind of situations. And then on top of that, they suspend the game. They tell the players, stay home. Do not go anywhere. Isolate so we can get you back on the field. And these guys decide, oh, let's go have a practice at a local high school because they won't find out. Why not? Let's and just go do what we want to do. More players continue to test positive. Yep. So instead of putting a grip hole over the situation, ending it there, like you saw, we've seen the Patriots now do with the with the entire situation. Tennessee's like, nah, we're, we're going to see, we're, we're going to call, we're going to call COVID in the face and say, you're not real. We're going to find out how real it is. Yeah. And they're finding it out right now. <laughs> to me, as a penalty, you know, going back to your original question, it's got to be hefty. It's got to be hefty. And here's what I'm saying the penalty's got to be. You lose your first two rounds, your first your first two picks in the 2020 draft, 2021 draft. The organization gets fined at least $2 million. And each player that tested positive, I don't know each player because, I mean, I'm conflicted on that because maybe there's certain players that weren't necessarily involved in the situation. Right. I, I think like, it falls onto the organization as far as the owner, those the guys. Owner, yeah. I think the head coach. Oh, yep. Get to have a fine as well. I think he's. I think the organization sees a two million dollar fine. I think head coach sees a million dollar fine for the situation. The players involved at the high school that were seen on video, by the way, jackasses. 
each one of those sees a $500,000 fine for it as well. Uh, Cause the NFL has to make an example of the Tennessee Titans right now. Oh, I, and I totally agree with you, but you know what? I, I know they could find money. You know, that's fine. You're right about that. I say you start finding gains because this isn't, this isn't somebody taping your practices or a ball that's deflated. All right. We're talking about other people that could potentially die from this. So money, uh, yeah, I guess so. I, and you're right; they should be. They're, they're probably are going to find them. It's probably going to happen exactly the way you just said it. But it needs to be football games as well. It needs to be football games. Like, okay, well, cool. We'll see you guys in November. Yeah, that's, that'll be your next game that you're allowed to play. Once you clear all this stuff, you guys get to start back to zero. And they forfeit, and they forfeit all those games. You're done. You, you, those wins go to the other team. Whatever the case is, because if you're not going to take it seriously, I'm not going to take your NFL season seriously. If you're not going to take it, you know, if you're not doing what I'm supposed to do, which we told you to do, then I'm not going to do it. Also, I think the NFL should have a, how can I say this, a coronavirus task force in each organization. I think they should have that. Established by the NFL. Established not by, by the team, but by, by the NFL. Right, by the NFL. They report to the NFL. They don't report to the to the team doctors or the team organization. I don't think I think the NFL should do that so you can get accuracy of what's actually going on. And maybe that is going on. I don't know. But I don't think it is with, with these numbers like Tennessee Times because, again, if they weren't following protocol and they weren't telling people what was going on, this kind of got blown. This kind of got leaked out is what it was. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the other team that they played that they gave that to? And then that team and then the team after? Everybody else is doing what they're supposed to do except the Tennessee Titans. So I think they just a little bit more than just money. You need you really need to find them and yeah, like you said, make an example of those guys and don't even let them into the bubble. Like you know, like what what, what they're speculating having, which that that takes me right into the next segment. What in the how they're there? The proposal's been sent out. The NFL will try to do a bubble for the playoffs. Whoever makes the playoffs, which is what seven with fourteen teams or something like that, seven and seven or something like that. They added that what they added two teams or something like that. Whoever. Whoever makes the playoffs, they're trying to put them in a bubble, just like the NBA did, to keep those guys safe from Corona. How does that even? How does that even work? How can you even make that work? The problem they're going to have is how do you play the games, right? Because you can't. The only way, so there is a way to there is a way to do this. Okay, you would have to a go NFC AFC, pick probably four fields, all dome, mm-hmm. all turf, because if it's a grass. You can't play multiple games on a grass field. The right. field's not going to hold up, and it won't. It won't recover. Yeah, it won't recover fast enough. Um, it's got to be in a dome because now you got to think about the weather as well, right? Because you right. want the games to be played. That's right. Uh, so the only way to do this is you separate AFC, NFC. You have four sites, right? You have teams. You have two two teams play on Saturday, two teams play on Sunday, and each of the four um, sites that are there. But now. The problem you run into is players actually don't like playing on turf. Not a lot of guys don't. Yeah, you're right. A lot of guys don't. They prefer so the grass. Does injury become a concern now? How oh, do you absolutely. practice? Where do you practice? When do you practice? Because all these teams have got to get, they're all used to their own routine for practicing. I don't know how the NFL is going to pull off a, you know, a NBA style bubble because at least. You know, with basketball, it's it's easier, I would say, to hold practices. There's less personnel. There's less people involved. Even with baseball, the same thing. You can do, you know, the baseball is going through their own bubble right now through the playoffs. 
it's not as many people as football. Football, there's a lot of people it's, it's involved. a lot of people that make that thing work. I mean, 75 to 150 people on average behind the scenes, yeah. front side, front line people, players, coaches, personnel people. It's just, it's a lot of people. I don't know. I, I'm interested to see how that kind of happens in the next couple of weeks. Right. As long as the game is played in Tampa for the Super Bowl, because I would be pissed <laughs> if my Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which I think we've already they're officially going to play somewhere Tampa in the Bay. desert in Arizona, Tampa Bay, we're Tampa Bay now. We were officially we were officially yeah. renamed the team. Make it to the Super Bowl, and that game is played in some damn bubble, not in Tampa. That's going to suck, man, if they're in the Arizona area in the desert somewhere with a one, like a dome, big dome with four football fields on it. You know what I'm saying? That's going to suck, man. Oh, yeah. I'll be upset. I don't think, I don't the think. The finally get there. They can't host the yeah, game. I, I think it's just a rumor. I don't think you can do it. I don't think it can happen. The great thing about football is the weather. You, it is a factor. It's something you have to coach through. Games. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It, I just don't. Turf sucks, man. If anybody's ever played football on turf, and you've been it hit hurts. on turf. Oh my god! It you might hurts. you might survive that one game, but could you imagine seven? Or was it four or five games? Right. Oh god! Right. Plus practices. Screw that. The one guy I don't want to see get hurt, and I'm gonna put this out there. The one guy I don't want to see. Besides Tom Brady. Besides Tom Brady. Well, I'll give you besides Tommy. Besides old <laughs> Tommy, the guy I want I don't want to get hurt is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I don't. Want, so I'm gonna tell you right now because of the awesomeness that he did. If you fans don't know, October the sixth, just two days ago, Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee radio show. Um, and he goes ahead and he lets him know some some interesting facts. I'm gonna play this for you guys. Let me know. Play the clip. I'm gonna play the clip. Here it comes, guys. I sometimes laugh when people talk about you know down years for me because a lot of times down years for me are career years for most quarterbacks. Oh! So happy you said that. <laughs> oh my god, that's just like that is yeah, dropping nine. That was awesome. Good for you, dude. Hey, wow. it's just yeah. the facts, bro. Hey, you didn't make the rules. Hey, you didn't make the stats. These are just how it is. We're just reading them how it is. That's and he's right, he didn't make the stats. And his his down years are careers for some quarterbacks, man. Career, bro. When I tell you the ultimate schlep, the ultimate. <laughs> In the face type. I mean, for the audience, if you don't know what I'm doing, that's a pat on the ass right there. Like, don't even, don't come at the king. You know what I mean? Don't don't do that. Don't you say nothing to me. I'm Aaron Rodgers. What are you talking about? You got some of these guys that can't even last a whole season you're talking about. I'm having down years. And again, I think this all, I think this all goes towards them drafting Jordan Love. And Aaron Rodgers is like, yo, chill out right now. What are y'all doing? Like, what is going on? Oh, we need the receivers. We need the running backs. You went and got a quarterback. Okay, now I got to slap the crap out of you guys for making a horrible decision. It's not going to happen. But I don't need Aaron Rodgers getting hurt in the bubble. I hope he's going to do good. You guys have a tough task when you have to play him. That's going to be amazing. We play, him, we play him this upcoming Sunday. Yeah, man. It's going to be. I'm going to be there. I know there's a lot of people that we know that are rooting for the Packers for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. not a Tampa Bay fan, but I am going to be rooting for Tom Brady. I'm going to be rooting for the home team. I want them to, to beat up on them boys. But I'll tell you what, the Green Bay Packers is a truckload. So Did you did you hear the other comment that came out of Aaron Rodgers? No. What is the other one? <laughs> what, what, did I miss something? So he comes out and says, which I think is a, he, he's a G for this. Yeah. He comes out and says that he sometimes pretends 
That is headset. So quarterbacks have uh, a device inside their helmet that allows them to hear the play call. And, and it's controlled by the NFL, so you can only hear from a certain time to a certain time in the play clock. Once the play clock gets to like 10 seconds or so, it shuts off. It doesn't start again until the play clock is at 45. That way, you know, quarterbacks can't be listening to their OC telling, oh, throw the ball to this guy or throw the ball to that guy and read the defense for him. So Aaron Rodgers goes out and says, yeah, sometimes I pretend it doesn't work so I can call my own place. <laughs> sometimes I pretend that it they doesn't all work. He, do does, it. He, he does a tap and look, it's not working. It's yeah. not working, yeah. but I'm going to call the play. They all do <laughs> it. They all do it. Yeah. Russell Wilson did it the other day. Yeah, they all he do went, it. He went on a nine-play drive and scored a touchdown towards the, towards the fourth in the fourth quarter there, and uh, his head his headset wasn't working. Of course, only he because like Kyler Murray can't say that right now. You know what I'm saying? No, but a man no, with no, a no. stature like Aaron Rodgers, you're kind of like, yeah, I can say, I can tell that, Aaron. I can tell if you. Kyler Murray that. says that. They'll say, okay, we're gonna call a timeout. Come get another helmet. Come right. get your backup helmet because right. we need you to hear the play call. Right. And then that guy's on the sideline, like, I don't know, this thing's working perfectly. Yeah, I don't I know what he said. I, I hear it all. I hear everything. What's going on? What do you mean you're not hearing it? I don't know. Is it good to go? Yeah, I'll use it again. Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is a beast, man. He's a freaking beast. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I hope he plays for another ten years. Or, or matter of fact, another another three years because then he comes back to the. He goes. Yeah, they, they, he's going to Tampa. Yeah, he comes to the he's Bucks, right? <laughs> he's 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 uh he's a Brady replacement. Baby. And what you need to do if that happens, you got a freaking catchphrase <laughs> the next because they that 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 Tampa Brady is really hard to beat right now. Know, You're gonna have to catch something with Aaron Rodgers, you know. The new one, the yeah, new one. yeah. Discount double bay. I don't know what you can do. Something you're gonna have to come up with something. Cause it's gotta be something good, man. Oh, yeah, stay far and be all over, all over the Buck Stadium, boy. With all Aaron Rodgers, with Stadium. speaking of Aaron Rodgers and him lighting it up in in football, I know he's killing the fantasy football. I know you've been watching fantasy football. I know you're you're like I, I tell everybody, and I really give you the kudos, man. You are truly a fantasy football guru. If people don't listen to you, that's their fault. If FanDuel doesn't come get you, it's their fault. If DraftKings doesn't come get you, it's their <laughs> fault. Uh, I hope you like the name drops. If I hope that you yeah. know these guys come get you, um, they should because you're really, really on top of your stuff, man. I've never seen somebody play seven leagues and be dominating in all seven. Kudos to you. You're the LeBron James of fantasy football. So that's amazing. But what do you think, man? We need some numbers, some some stats. I know I'm dying over there in my league. Uh, I need some advice, man. What you got? All right. So I, I'm going to give you guys at the RB quarterback receiver tight end position that may be out there, maybe free agents in your leagues that are good plug and play. Maybe people aren't talking about quite a bit. And, and like Chevy said, I'm going to give you some free game. Okay. On what's, on what's going on right now. So, First things first, all right, again, the obvious guys are going to play. You're going to play them. You're going to start them. That's not what I'm here to talk about. If I did that, I'd be on Yahoo Sports having those conversations. We're giving you the stuff that people aren't talking about, those diamonds in the rough, those sleepers you take a chance on, a calculated chance on. At quarter position, I'm going Justin Herbert right now. He has a Monday night game against New Orleans. It's an 8-15 Monday night game. Uh, right now, you know, ESPN has him ranked 15th, so he's just outside of that top 12. You figure most leagues are either 10 or 12 main leagues. Justin's coming off of a great game against Tampa. Uh, he's thrown for, before that game against Tampa, he's thrown for 20 yards, two straight games. He was at 290 against a, a very good Bucks defense that kind of came after him. I think he does well against New Orleans on a Monday night, has a few extra days to prepare. As long as he gets a start, uh, I, I I have him in as a top 10 quarterback 
the other guy that not a lot of people talk to talk about anymore is uh and you're gonna laugh at me when I say this. Oh boy. it hurts me when I say it myself. Oh boy. Gardner Minshew. Oh my god, not the stash. The stash. Okay, he's looking like a top ten play here this week. He's got Houston. They're at Houston. Houston hasn't been the same type of defense in the past. Now you got the head coaching change yeah. where Roman Cornell takes over. Usually it takes a week or two before things start to you start to see the switch of a new right, right. head coach in there. I think this week's a mess for the Texans. Uh, I, I got Gardner Mitchell in the top ten as well, along with with Justin Hibbert there. Flipping over and taking kind of a look at our at our running backs. Hopefully. If you are a Bucks fan, you paid attention to the Chargers game and saw that uh, Eckler severely hurt his hamstring. He's out for multiple, yeah. multiple weeks. So hopefully you went out there and picked up Joshua Kelly. Mm. If you didn't, don't worry about it. I know I did, so I will put the phone back down. Uh, <laughs> I was I literally <laughs> going to go fix it right now. <laughs> I, I was literally going to go look. Kelly. So I embarrassing. Uh, but the guy that I think actually is going to do very, very well, I'm going to give you two guys. Again, I, I give you one that you should be thinking about. I'm going to give you another one that you need to seriously consider. Uh, one of is Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt now with with Chubb having the injury. Chubb is out for a couple weeks. You figure Kareem Hunt's going to get more involvement now in the running game, more in the passing game. You saw that happen a little bit there against the the Cowboys, uh, who Cowboys can't stop anyone defensively right now. Uh, so you're going to see, I, I would definitely make sure Cream Hunt's up there. He's a he's at RB1 this week. Now, the one guy, and he's also, I'm going back-to-back Cleveland, by the way, which I don't necessarily like to do, but... The next running back that I look into is Dearnest Johnson. And what what piques your interest? He's the other running back. He's a running back that actually repl- replaced replaced Nick Chubb. Okay, so he came out he came out of the game. You know, Nick Chubb gets hurt. This guy comes in. Dearnest Johnson comes in, gets thirteen carries, workload high for a guy coming off the bench. Technically, RB three, right? Gets 95 yards in that game against the Cowboys. Now, again, everybody can run through the Cowboys, but it's still impressive to see the amount of touches. The thing you want to, as you're looking at guys on the waiver waiver wire and trying to pick those guys up, the one thing you look for is, does he get the volume? He's out there. He's available in a ton of leagues. If you're scrambling for running backs, there's been a lot of running backs here. You got McCaffrey that's here. You got Nick Chubb. You got Eckler. If you got hit with the injury bug at running back, I definitely think you take a look at Dearnest Johnson this week and plug him in to your lineup. Make sure you got Joshua Kelly in there as well. I know I do. Again, he's going to get all the carries and be the bell cow now for the Charger for the next couple weeks. Those are the two guys that uh, you're looking for running backs. That's kind of where you want to focus on. As we kind of move through the receivers, you know, again, I'm not going to give you anybody that isn't normal, that isn't right. already playing in your lineup on, on a weekend, week-out basis. Right. I'm giving you guys that aren't ranked very high, that are maybe receiver two, receiver three. Maybe you're thinking about, hey, should I start this guy? Should I not? The names I'm about to give you right now, you're going to be like, really? <laughs> but they is produce. That, that that's what matters. They just they get they're numbers. producing. And again, at the end of the day, it's all, that's all that really matters. Yeah. All right, so the first guy – 
I'm going to give you like, oh yeah, it, this is for sure. His name is Justin Jefferson. Okay. He's a LSU product. He's a rookie. Back to back hundred yard games now with Minnesota. Came on the scene two wow. weeks ago and almost 150 yards came out last week, four catches, 103 yards. He seems to be moving up that, uh, that tree there with Kirk Cousins as far as pecking order for, for targets. Uh, I think he's a guy the rest of the way. It's going to be electric. The next guy that I have my eye on that I say, you know what? Definitely think about it. He's, you know, he's outside the top 40 in receivers is Russell Gage. Now, again, is he out with a concussion? He, 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 had, he only had two catches for two right. yards last week. I think he had a down week. Right. He's facing Carolina Panthers defense who can't cover nobody. Right. You got Julio Jones that comes back. So you figured they're going to draw attention to Julio. They're going to draw attention to Calvin Ridley. In the game that all three of them played, Russell Gage had over 100 yards in both of those games that all three played. Wow. Because now he's not seeing the, the most coverage. So if you're scrambling for receivers, need a flex guy, need a W, need a receiver three in your lineup, I definitely think Russell Gage is a is a viable, viable option this week. Okay. So we got we got all those facts. I hope all of you written them down. If you haven't, you're more than welcome to go back to the show, rewind it, and you're going to know all those names once again. I think Russell Gage, I, I agree with you, Russell Gage. I think he's going to be a, I think he's going to be a diamond in the rough. I really do. I think you, I think you picked that good one. And why you told me to put my phone down, I wrote all those names, so I'm good to go <laughs> either way. I'm going to be just fine with it. I'm going to be okay. And then, and I'm going to talk about tight ends briefly. I know they don't get talked about a lot. One guy to keep your eye on as far as down the stretch, rest of the way, Cameron Bright. Now with O.J. Howard's injury. Yeah, he's going to be huge. Cameron Bright, Cameron Bright comes into that fold, already cut a touchdown two weeks ago. They're in the red zone when, when he was out. Not a bad option to consider. He's probably still available in most of your leagues. Right now, I know he just played last night, so you got to wait till or after the weekend's over to potentially snag him up. I think he's going to be a threat down the field. I, I think he is touch, touchdown dependent, which is what people uh, don't necessarily like about it. But I think he's going to get receptions and continue to build that chemistry with with Tampa Brady as the year goes on, especially against the Packers, who are very friendly to the tight end position in fantasy football. And he can be. He definitely can be because Gronk ain't doing nothing for me. I ain't getting nothing out of Gronk. But I think he comes down later on the season, so we'll see. I think if you trade me Gronk, um, Gronk will do great things. I think well, I mean, he's just, he's we, just not on the Tampa Bay well, roster. Well, we mentioned earlier that I was doing terrible in our league, and that's we definitely know why, and the, the fans don't know why. <laughs> Go back three podcasts ago. That's not the reason and that's, why. That's a big reason why. That changed the whole game once you did that. Once you did that, oh, you spiraled. Boy. The draft oh, to go a different boy. direction. So there you go. That, that, I, I, waited. Waited. I, I did not know how long it was going to take you to bring that up. Oh, it's going to come back for <laughs> haunt me for years to come, buddy. You you did that. I would never do that again. That's that's awesome, man. But no, those are good picks, man. And again, these if you don't know if you're into fantasy football, you need to get what you know. George, shoot us an email on the clock uh, twenty at Gmail. You just go ahead and ask us any questions that you like. We're going to help and hook you up. Uh, and again, if you don't know football. We still would help you out. We'll still do fantasy football with you because I'm going to try to get into these DraftKings stuff and finally make some money over here. It's probably not going to be a lot of money because I'm doing good in one league that I have nothing to do with and really bad in the league that I have everything to do with. 
<laughs> Either way, it's going to be some fun that's going to be coming out of there. So it's going to be fun, man. Um, anything else that we got to go over? You know what, George? Let, real quick, high school, man. We just need to go real quick, touch on it. What do you think? The playoff brackets came out. Everybody's in. It doesn't matter your record, just so you fans know. In high school football here in, in Tampa, Florida, or in the state of Florida, state of Florida. actually in the state of Florida, it doesn't even matter if you're 0-8, 8-0. They just throw your name out of a hat, and this is who you got. Uh, well, allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly drew it out of a hat. <laughs> that no one saw. We're hoping. No one was witness. <laughs> exactly. There's somebody in the room with a hot pocket like, yeah, I guess I will see this. That's fine. <laughs> they sound tough. We're good. Uh, but but apparently they drew the name. We drew Bayside High School over Brevard County, so we're going to be playing them round one. Some other teams have played. So that's the big hot news in high school football right now that they drew. They, they took out the brackets, so it's, it's pretty cool. Um but high school matchup wise, uh, I know we had we had a problem with Steinbrenner once again. Steinbrenner's not allowed to play football for another and week play and play in high yeah. school now. Uh, they have canceled their games. Steinbrenner, I think, has not played since the, I think since the Almost opening a month. Yeah, September eighteenth is the last now. time they played. Um, yeah. So it's 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 expected one of these things, man. And and when we go on the JP show and we tell him that stuff, you know he. He I, I, he gets upset about it, but you know it's like, hey, man, we've been telling people, and you know everybody wanted football, and this is what's going to happen. So it's kind of things you got to pick up and run with. But they're going to be not playing again. Um, there's going to be some decent matchups this week. I, I don't think there's anybody that's going to be playing somebody tough. I wouldn't say like a blockbuster football game. Um, but again, it's high school football, and anything can happen, man. So we'll see. We'll see the results on Monday and and talk about it and <laughs> let you guys know how Friday night went, man. Yeah, the, the the bracket is definitely interesting to me. Wait a little bit. You got people that are going to sit on these brackets now for five, six weeks. These games aren't being played for another month. These playoff games. <laughs> you think anybody to cares me, about the, the regular games now? <laughs> no. Now, now I think you lose a little bit of it. I mean, I, I know the biggest news in high school was they, they changed the spectator. I, remember, right. I don't remember you remember reading that. Yep. So yep. now for high school games, before capacity was, you know, four pl- four people were allowed to go per player, had to be a list. It was very extravagant. Now they said, all right, anybody can come. <laughs> come on it's, down. It's a 1,500-person cap. Right. That's part one that affected high school sports because I feel like that came out first. And then a few days later, not going back to stuff we already talked about, but football – the governor said, open the stadiums up. Everybody's allowed to be at full capacity. They yeah. told the Dolphins, Dolphins, pack that Hard Rock Stadium up right. with uh, as many people as you can. You're at full capacity. Tampa was told the same thing. Uh, pretty much uh, the entire state was given full clearance now to be at full capacity. I think that's crazy. It's insane. There's no way I'm going to any game that's full capacity. Right. I don't like to go anywhere that's just more people that I can count. And if, if I can't count to that number, I don't need to be there. I have never done <laughs> so much ordering online, Grubhub, DoorDash, drive through I've never done since this year. I've never done I, more than in my life. They are making a killing right now. There's no way I'm going to a football stadium f- fully compact. There's no way. There's and no I'm way. I'd love. Now, again, you give me box tickets. Maybe I can socially distance in a box. I, exactly. I can put my mask on. Nobody's going so to come to the open spray Lysol everywhere. I'll be fine. Yeah. I'm not going to die of the heat. Yep. So I would, uh, I'd, I'd be good with that. But other than that, no. 
it's, a, it's a little crazy, I right? It. It's a little, it's I a little nutty. It. Yeah, Mm-mm. I won't do this. So yeah, the, the, clearly our governor is, uh, <laughs> he's clearly saying like, no, whatever. It is what it is, Rona, right? So he's doing that, what, that whole that whole Trump thing. Uh, but like, you know what, Tennessee? I see you. And I and raise you. up you, baby. It's one of the, you, you remember the memes? You remember the memes? Hey, there's no way this could be worse. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. There you go. I got there you right go. now, buddy. Nothing's worse than Tennessee right now. Right. Uh, but kudos to Hold the other teams. Beer. Kudos to the other teams basically saying, yeah, thank you, but we're going to stick to our 13,000. Yeah. We're yeah, going to do this. Said it. Dolphin, same thing. Everybody's going to keep their same capacity numbers. Thank you for making that decision out being money driven right, right. in this situation here where the, where the floodgates open for you in this situation here. Yeah, so major kudos to them. Uh, but, yeah, man, hey, listen, that's our show, man. That's all we got time for right now. Uh, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us for a little bit, checking out some of these things. Listen, if you guys have any questions, man, make sure you hit us up. Uh, George is going to give you all the information. I want to give a shout-out to FanStreamSports.com and also the JP Show for showing us all this love, showing us all this uh, uh, camaraderie. I can't wait to see what we what our record is after this Sunday. And I'm going to say it one last time. If Sports Caffeine set the sails, beauty the cleats, if anybody, any one of you want to come onto the show and try to challenge us, mentally with sports we are always welcome to the challenge i'm going to send out invites right now right when i get off the show i got to get one of you guys here on sunday so we can talk a little trash a little bit about what's going on in the league so thank you so much for listening to us do not do not do anything crazy wear your mask if you get bored on friday night tonight uh check out uh, jefferson plays king at king high school so if you're bored come come check get get, get two coaches out and then these great kids that put in the work get to play to be a three and one king versus a two and one jefferson would be a great match about there at king high school but if you like today's podcast go ahead and hit follow subscribe to the show that we get notified of new episodes you can find us on facebook twitter ig by simply searching on the clock radio visit our website otc sportstalk.com and until next time you're on the clock